RadioInfluence.com. Let me explain Brittany and myself. Like, I'm able to, to say this out loud. Like, I love Brittany, like, with all of my heart. Yeah. But I loathe Brittany at the same time. <laughs> if, that's, if that's like I do. Like I, I told him I'm lovable, not likable. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So I think that segues very well into today's topic. And yeah, it, it, it does. As as we we begin. Um, first of all, I just want to say thank you for allowing us to be here in the LFS. Brittany, you're not here in the LFS. <laughs> this is uh, affectionately titled Lawfather Studios. Um Maybe one day you'll nice. get to visit. Yes, you you see this this great surrounding, this great room that I'm allowed to hang out in, and you know maybe one day he'll invite you. And I and, would love to. Oh, you, you know what it is. You know I should have you here all the time when I'm talking to Brittany. Our conversations go so much better when I, there's a guest. I'm seeing that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Chiman DJ Contempus, most connected DJ, of course. Uh, Law Father Studio is the spot, and um, I got a couple of people here that I care a lot about that matter to me in this world of entertainment and just life in general of two very dope people. Of course, uh, attorney William Frankie, AKA the law father who is, um, I'll get to exactly what we're doing here in one second, but of course, as everybody, I'm sure I'll get this text message and what is going on, but I have to say that, um, guess who's back. Guess who's here. The lovely, the one and only my girl, Brittany Gonzalez is here. Hey, hey Brittany. What's good. I'm happy to be back. Um, for everybody who is not in tune, um, we haven't had the DJ can podcast for a while. The law father podcast, by the way, though, has been happening weekly. And what days do you drop that? Mondays, except every, for this week. Okay, so normally it drops every Monday. This right here for everyone, so you can introdu- be introduced on both sides, is I guess we would call it a special edition because you asked Brittany and I to come here, and it was at the same time that I want to bring the DJ Aiken podcast back. So oh, I asked ask you <laughs> and asked Brittany, of course, to join us and Jason over at Radio Influence. And I guess what we'll do is this will be released on both platforms. So everyone um, that is on our side that listens to us, of course, make sure you start um, downloading and subscribing that Law Father podcast because it is a very dope one. And some you've heard this gentleman come on our podcast and give us some dope information, some dope insight, because I probably would be in trouble a couple of times thinking that I knew some things that I didn't <laughs> until I talked to you. Barbershop. Yeah, so this is a special edition Law Father slash DJ Eakin podcast. And thank you so much for... Um, having us in this whole thing that we'll do together. And there were a couple of things that you really wanted to discuss in specific, right? So I'm going to back up a a second and let you take over where we're going to go today. Sure. And within that, I also want to add some things because it's, to me, it's a bigger discussion as I learn about these things. Right. Oh yeah. And I knew Brittany had some strong feelings about some of this stuff. I expect that's why I actually asked her to come on because I expected that we'd get some strong, right. strong opinions. <laughs> um, so here we are. Um, let's go. Yeah. So what we're going to talk about is the uh, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial, the defamation suit. And, you know, there's there's so much to unpack in it because there's the legal side of it. But I've spent probably far too many hours because, well, I have a TV in my office, so I can just let it run while I work all day. Right. So I've watched a lot of the trial now at this point. I went from mm-hmm. watching none of it and listening to all of my staff talk about it to I know pretty much what's going on with, right. with everything. Um, before we get there, though, I, I found something found something interesting, okay? Um, so I, I was looking up because I always like to, you know, bring the, the real legal aspect to things. So 
Sometimes right. I brush up, you know, to make sure, you know, over time things kind of fall out of my head because, well, there's a lot going on. Right. I found the uh, Florida State statute for criminal defamation. It's really very interesting. I'm going to read it. I'm just going to throw this out there just to start the show. Okay. Okay. Um, because it it is, uh, I guess, somewhat antiquated. Uh, whoever speaks of and concerning any woman, married or unmarried, falsely and maliciously, imputing to her a want of chastity, shall be guilty of a misdemeanor of the first degree. Um, I'll say it out loud. <laughs> Can you give me that in layman's terms, though? Give me, give me that in layman's terms. Yeah. I, to, to you, and I was trying to think of how I can put this in words that are uh, family appropriate. Okay, well, let me stop it's, you here. Are you saying that a lot of stuff I say to Brittany, I could I could get charges for? Um, I I, I would think so. Yeah, I, I think. Uh, <laughs> okay, all right. Oh my god! So we have a meeting soon. <laughs> okay. So, no. so what? I mean, basically, like uh, promiscuous women, uh-huh. right? Is saying that you can't talk about you know women being promiscuous. Oh well, everybody's violating that. I, I, I guess oh. okay okay so we, we, uh, and I know we're we're on our way somewhere right and if you yeah. don't mind like bear with me when we're having this conversation because this conversation too is also going to bring up a lot of questions that I'm going to ask you with regard to something like say the Tory Lanes and Megan Megan the Stallion case as well as something else that's happening here locally in Tampa but let's let's get the facts on first of all what is the actual lawsuit about with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. So, I mean, it, it's actually very, very simple. And the, the trial itself is, I think, less about the law and more about who can put on the better show. Um, but it's it's a libel lawsuit. And so what it is is Amber Heard published a, an op-ed, in, uh, what a, an opinion editorial, right, for those of you in the journalist world out there, right? right. Uh, I believe it is was in the Washington <laughs> Post, so you have to publish it. And what it is, you have to make a statement and you have to publish that statement in some way. And, and publish doesn't necessarily mean publish, like in this case, the true publish was in the Washington Post, right? Publish could be, uh, I send Jason an email about Eakin, right? And it's not true, right? Um, so wow. I, I send Jason an email saying that Eakin slapped the crap out of Brittany, right? Um, he may want to have wanted to at times from what I gather. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so shaking. I, I, I so shake. that's considered published. <laughs> that's yeah. As long as I let somebody else know, right? So if I just tell Eakin, Eakin, you slapped the crap out of Brittany. Well, it's I didn't really publish it because it's him and I talking. Gotcha. But uh-huh. I do that on the podcast as we're here right now. Now that's li- that's actually uh, slander, right? Libel is dealing with the written word. So what we're dealing with in this oh. instance is the written word. She and and it's weird in a way because she never mentions Johnny Depp. Oh wow! Yeah, those those of you and I, I probably should have pulled it up before. And uh, you do have your laptop, so maybe we can pull up the uh, the op ed. But she only kind of alludes to it being Johnny Depp because she mentions from two years prior, right? That uh, that sexual abuse from two years prior, or abuse from two years prior. I don't want to mischaracterize anything. I don't want to be the next subject of a lawsuit here. Um, but it matches up with the time of uh, her and Johnny Depp. Right. Right. 
And so then after she gets that published, after she does that, is that where he was like, okay, now I have a lawsuit. Now I can sue you. Or how did that come about? So that's, that's the beginning, right? That's, that's where you start the process, but then you have to show damages. You have to show that because of that statement, you were damaged, right? And in this Mm -hmm. instance, we're talking about an actor losing work, right? And, Mm -hmm. And you know, those of you in the entertainment world, and Ika, I know you're very familiar with the entertainment world. Brittany, I know you work in radio, and you know, I've represented at least professional athletes, So, and there's a lot of similarities there, right? right? It, mm-hmm. Is that it, there's no real way to know, right? How do you tell if someone truly lost work because of this statement, right? Mm-hmm. Um, on the one hand, maybe 45 years ago, I would have said, you're exactly right. Now, without being able to put a number on it, because you are the legal entity (laughs) in this particular situation, I do believe, and again, this is just an example because she and I are sitting here. I do believe if Britney suddenly says something, the amount of time I have to spend trying to disprove that and what immediately happens and what we now have going on is like the Me Too movement and that sort of thing. And, and just, you know, just the history of probably what women have been through, right? You know that the history of things. So now a lot of people are like, we're not having that. So immediately, whether what Britney says is the full truth, the minute she utters it, I'm immediately to me and just what I've seen. And again, I don't know if this would happen to me per se, but in a lot of the examples, right, the guy spends his time defending that. Uh, being thrown in a corner and, and, and we get all these other things that are thrown into it. So nowadays I would say without being the legal entity to put a number on it, I would need your help. Probably if we started talking about that part. I do think nowadays the person that gets that, that this is story is put out on immediately does start losing in this, in what's happening nowadays. It seems like to me more often than not, or at least the ones that hit publicly. Yes. Yeah, no, absolutely. Now, now think about this, guys, right? Think about when this happened. This was a couple of years ago, right, that this article came out. The Me Too movement was hot and heavy. I, I mean, quite frankly, and I don't mean this to sound crass, I had forgotten about the Me Too movement until I had started listening to this trial, right? right. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I go, oh, yeah. You know what? This came out during the Harvey Weinstein and, and all those things, and uh, I think Bill Cosby was wrapped up into there, and there was this kind of guilty until proven innocent type instead right. of what it, sure. what it should be. Right? right. And that's when this article came out. And, and in that defense though, and Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein, the crazy thing about them is the legality part that was able to be played into each one of those. And I know you always talk to me about that. You'll always go Eakin, but the legality of it, right? Like right. the Bill Cosby thing, right? Let's, let's put that for example first and, and look that into this. It wasn't that it was untrue what Bill Cosby did, right? If I, and, and follow me here. It wasn't untrue what Bill Cosby did. It was very much true because Bill Cosby had made a testimony in like a liable lawsuit years before that uh-huh. that was supposed to be sealed. That he did indeed buy these pills to feed chicks, right? To be like, yo, I, mm-hmm. I got these pills because I want to give them to chicks, right? And that was supposed to be sealed. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, when this case came up, that one last person who they could get him on, and then all of a sudden, it was, we can unseal this now. And in what you and I often battle with, with what I have to distinguish between barbershop talk and what's the law, then all of a sudden, they had Bill Cosby. Like, he was guilty already. Like, he was was really guilty, but 
and and this is what my issue is with these cases. And I, issue maybe be a bad maybe a bad word, right? But you have the law until it's convenient to use. And we're really like with this with the Me Too thing and these things that are going on. Um, we're just in this weird place where everybody feels funny, and you start getting it to be what's law, what's feelings, what's people are using at the moment, all of that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And to me, I think that's where the problem is starting to stem. You know, yeah. Um, no, and I think that's that's kind of highlighted in this trial, right? Is you have this whole Me Too movement thing, and you have you have Amber Heard putting out a statement, and, and now what, right? Especially when you're dealing with a Disney. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to say, too, is because he said that Disney cut ties with him. And I want to say it had to have been after because he was like, I don't understand why we had such a good relationship. I worked with them for so many years. We had successful movies. And they all of a sudden were just like, we no longer want to work with you. So to me, isn't that like how she how he can in a way that proves that he did lose work because of what she said? In a way, yes. But I'm I'm struggling with it. Like full disclosure. I actually like Johnny Depp, so I'm yeah. I'm rooting for him in a sense, right? So I'm I'm trying to mold the facts to fit my own agenda, right? right. Um, and look, I I kind of thought he was a weirdo until I've actually watched this trial a little bit, and <laughs> he's kind of endearing, and yeah, it's really powerful within a, a trial sense to be endearing. So you know, it, it's tough though because we're talking about artistry, right? When we're talking about movies, we're talking about TV, we're talking about artistry. So how do we truly prove that Disney pulled out from the business of Johnny Depp because of this article? Um, Well, let me, let me ask this. And this is something that I see all the time because I watch way too much. I watch way too much death before bed. And it's a, it's a lot of like, (laughs) never, it's a lot of like never turning off the first 48, how it really happened. Forensic files. Right. Um, this statement seems to come to mind right now when I'm thinking about this, and they say this on all these TV shows. It's not what we know, Adam. It's what we can prove. I think and we've said that before yeah, on this yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. Is, is that kind of where we are a lot with this right here? Because Johnny Depp is saying, and, and I, I looked this up, like you said, right? And it says, December 18th, 2018, opinion. Amber Heard, I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath. That has to change. And it's funny that, not funny, ha-ha, but that these are the terms, I mean, these are the, the words used in this article because... Somewhere in here, Johnny Depp is is suing her after this, right? And he's in a sense saying this has to change. Like you're allowed to defame me and and ruin my name in this business that I'm in, and it's not even true, right? And I think that weren't weren't they saying something like he lost twenty some million dollars behind not getting mi- not getting the Pirates of the Caribbean movie, like the new one done? Yeah, I, was- I mean, I know the suits for fifty mil. Is okay, what the suits for so whether that's it's probably made up of pirates and, and several other things. Brittany, I think you had some information on that. Oh yeah, no. It was, what I read last was it was it was a forty million dollar uh, like loss on his part, and um, I'm trying to see because I had some notes on that. But yeah, that's what he's claiming that he lost forty million due to her. And again, like Disney cutting ties with him after that happened. I don't. I feel like that's kind of proof. I don't think Disney's gonna say anything. They're not gonna write it on in a statement because they want to stay out of it as much as they can. But I feel like even the trial though. It's still going on. I think this week we're going to hear her t- testimony, right? Has she already hit the stand yet? She hasn't. When we started the show today, uh, her psychologist was on the stand, which was uh, really interesting. She was talking a lot about abuse and um, the, the differences in relationships and, and abuse from the male to the female and female to the male and, and all that. 
Okay, well, well, I haven't watched a lot of the trial per se, but just you two that have watched it or seen some of it. Has there been any actual abuse on his part to her, though? Have there, has any of that been said or any examples of that been given out in the trial? I mean, they've alleged it. I haven't I, I haven't seen any examples of that. Brittany, have you seen any examples of, of actual abuse from him to her? No. So I've been watching the live streams and everything. I've been addicted to it. And it's like, so there's one, I don't know if you both saw this, where she's videoing him. It's sometime like early in the day. They're at his house and she's secretly recording him with her phone on the counter. And he's definitely seems intoxicating, slurring a little bit. He's slamming cabinets, looking for uh, a glass to, to pour his wine in. And, you know, she's like, she and, and I, she's saying like, Johnny, you know, you woke up angry. Like, I, I just didn't want to fight and he's like whatever he's just talking it's all verbal I don't see him get in her face when he does see the phone he he goes for the phone he doesn't go for her like how dare you know like shake her or anything to be like you're doing this to me you know you're trying to catch me doing something so what I get from it is I haven't seen that I'm gonna say it didn't happen I just haven't seen that I have seen him drunk and and and, and slamming things and you know being that way angry but not to her even though like it's still it's a different form i should say but physically no it, and here's what i saw and Ekin, since you haven't seen this maybe you can kind of weigh in what what i've seen them try to paint the picture of and i i guess a little pun intended there uh, is apparently johnny depp lost the tip of his finger and yeah. well when you do that it kind of bleeds profusely right um and uh, he he at least says that amber threw a, a beer bottle out or some kind of Glass bottle, a bottle or something, right? yep. It cut his finger off. I'm not really sure how the physics of that work. Right. Right? But he proceeded to write in blood uh, a lot of different messages to, uh, I guess, to Amber. Uh, not very nice messages, but definitely written in blood on, like, lampshades and walls and, like, every every crazy thing that you could imagine. Right. Right? But mm -hmm. does that mean that he beat her? Or, or I shouldn't say beat her, but, but hit her? Well, let me start with the first part. If you threw something and I lose part of my finger, then everything <laughs> after that is probably I'm not going to care about. I'm just I'm just I'm just going to be me. I'm just going to be let me be let me be as real as I can be here. If you throw something and I lose part of my finger. Right. Let me say it again so it's very very clear and no one misunderstands what I'm saying here. Don't throw a bottle at Egan. If you throw a bottle at me and I lose part of my finger and I have done all I can to not be close to you. Mm -hmm. we're we're probably in a different place now and I, and i honestly think she got off easy with him just writing messages on furniture in the house <laughs> because they both have enough money to replace it right he is not doing any physical harm to her and let's not forget the dude has still just lost part of his finger yes you yeah. know so with that being said i'm thinking I want to give the guy some points because if that's the worst that a guy does when you, and this is again, alleged, we didn't see it. And you said this, right? Let's use the word alleged. If she was the cause of him losing part of his finger and the most that he did was walk around the house. I don't care what he wrote. He could have called her honestly and truly. I wouldn't even be mad if he called her sister or her mother something. If he just wrote it on a lamp. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I just lost part of a finger. Yeah. Call me. Hey, look, cause I think like this, you got off easy if you just cut off a man's finger. And I do agree with you, Egan, like, because to me, I, thank goodness I never gotten that crazy, but I can see it maybe one day happening. Slightly, maybe I throw it. Maybe I didn't mean to throw it at you and you got in the way. You, you, somehow you jumped in the way of the bottle throwing. If that happened, I 
what did I you mean? throw like, it? Well, let me ask you something. Did you throw it with your left hand? Because that to me is how the mistakes happen. If you threw it with your right hand, I think you kind of knew where you were going. <laughs> you're right. You're right. But I'm going to say it was by accident. But I would feel so bad. I would just be like, okay, I went too far. You know, and and, and you're right. Like the, the smearing of the blood. Like to me, I'd be like, I, I just, in a way, I'd be like, I deserve that. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll clean it. I'll clean it. Don't worry about it. I'll get it taken care of. But obviously, they were toxic. So, anyways, but go on. And, and this right here is is where I want to want to take you you now. Uh, my my legal guru here, my brother, my guy who always puts me back inside the lines and goes, "Hey, Eakin, not the barbershop. This is the law." Um, I have read somewhere that when all of this was going on. And this, to me, is where it all gets blurry when it comes to women and men and this stuff. She might have said to him, who's going to believe you? That, yeah, I mean. And that's been a big thing that it's like she was almost like daring him. Like, I dare you to tell somebody, who's going to believe you? I'm a woman. We're in the, we're in the high, heyday of the Me Too movement. Not saying that she said all of that, but. Wait, you, you, you're, she actually did say that, though. She said, yeah, what if, you, if I'm not, gonna... I read that she was like. Who's going to uh, believe there's you? There's audio Say recording it. of her right. saying yeah, this. Yeah, like, like, go ahead and tell your little story. Who's going to believe you? And to me, that's where that makes all of these stories blurry. Yes. I mean, it makes it, from a from a guy's perspective, honestly, it makes it kind of scary, right, that, that there's that much power that you can be, I don't want to say he was minding his own business, right? Because, right. I mean, I, I think Brittany said they're, they're toxic, right? Exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. that, if nothing else is clear, right, of two people who probably shouldn't be in the same room together, it's the two of them. Wait, let's stop yeah. at this part. Let's stop at this part too, Brittany, because you may not have known this, but what did you tell me earlier about having security? Yeah, so uh, so his security guard, or his, uh, his bodyguard essentially, was testifying the other day, and he was there to protect Johnny from Amber. So, so Brittany, let me give you a better stop. picture of this. Yeah. Brittany, so, Brittany, so let me give you a better picture of this. Imagine oh me God. and you every time we go to dinner. I have to take the law father to to protect me from what you how you might act at dinner. Should we be going to dinner? That's all I'm asking myself. Should we be going yeah. to dinner? So so this is exactly what he was saying, and I'll, I'll paraphrase it. But he said when they would have a conversation and they would go in a bedroom, I would be listening not to the conversation, but just to make sure it didn't get out of hand. And then that conversation escalated. So as soon as it escalated, I went in the room and separated them. And then it escalated even more. And I was like, Johnny, we got to go. And then she hit him, right? And then it escalated even more. And he was like, Johnny, we got to go type of thing. It ended with, I think he got hit twice and the his security picks him up and takes him out of the, out of the penthouse that they were in. Now, here's my oh question, though. My when he says, Johnny, we got to go, and you live here, where do we go? <laughs> like, 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 we live here. Like, 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 you live here, I live here. I don't even know why the security guard has to come here, but <laughs> we are all here now. Now the security guard who's doing his job says, we got to go. Uh, where are we going? Well, Hotel. Well, here's, here, <laughs> Hotel. Here's where... Uh, you know, A-list celebrities and and the three of us, and well, we'll include Jason. In this all differ. Yeah. Okay, the security guard had numbers for the penthouses. They were in call it penthouse five when this happened. So they could have gone to oh, I don't know, penthouse one, two, three, or four. You know, <laughs> or in the yeah. command post for security. Apparently, they yeah. had options of places to go. But you know what? Where they should have gone first. <laughs> 
They should have gone to courthouse A and been like, <laughs> divorce. And then let's split up the penthouses. So you only go to penthouse one and two, and I'll go to three, four, and five since I got Pirates of the Caribbean about to come out. I'll go to three, four, and five. So you, you honestly, you bring up a good point about going to court because Amber Heard went to court previously and got an injunction against Johnny Depp. But she what got, does that mean? So she got a piece of paper that says you can't do X, Y, and Z. So it's usually you can't be within a thousand feet or uh, like Eakin can't call you, let's say. Right. Uh-huh. You can call him and it, look, I, six years in law enforcement, I've seen, I've seen the other side of, you know, the person with the injunction, the, the person that has, you know, the protective order for the, you know, protecting them, goading right. the other person to contact them. Right. Oh, it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a dirty When game. you ain't looking, right. Brittany, you ask me to lunch. Yeah. Well, here's she thinks, she thinks I'm going to pay. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but this is how, how, and I'll say it was dirty. It, it, it's, it is kind of a, a dirty move, although legal. She got an ex parte, which means without the other side there. And she had it done. I, he had, I believe, a, um, a tour schedule. He's, he's a musician, too. I didn't know that. Yeah. He, uh, oh, yeah something Vampires is the name of his band. Uh, but anyway, Hollywood Vampires or Celebrity Vampires or something like that. But anyway, they were traveling out of the country for a show. She then went to the courthouse and got the injunction and did it without him. She's sneaky, man. She is so sneaky. There's like, uh, there's so many parts of this trial where, cause I'm always like, I start with the female for me. I always to be, I start there. I want to believe her, but of course you have to do, you know, get here at both sides of the story. She just seems so guilty in so many fronts. Doing that is so sneaky to me. Like no matter how much I hate a person to me, you got to do right. Like, right. The, the, the most healthiest way out of it. And it seems like she just was kind of, you know, wanting to write her story and only have her story and that's it. Now, Brittany, you, you bring me to another point here. And this is like where I definitely wanted to go today. Right. When you hear these stories, though, like like let's start with one of your most the one one of the ones that has troubled you in the last couple of years. Right. You and I clearly went at it about this one. Me more so because Daystar makes good music. You know, we know you don't oh like God. Daystar, but, you know. Like when you hear these stories, like a Tory Lanez and a Megan, right? When you heard she got shot or you, mm-hmm. like you said, you first heard this, this Amber Heard story, uh, Johnny Depp. Just as a woman, is that immediately like, do you believe that immediately because you're so used to women not getting believed? Is is that the yes. reason or is there something else? A lot of it. I just think that more times than not, what I've seen from personal, you know, in my personal life and just in, in, in cases like this, the woman is always like at the least advantage. And, um, and yeah, the, the, usually the inferior one to me. And that's why I just always like, I hear so many women not being believed that I I always want to start there. Like, let me believe you because I don't want you to not tell your story. If you're telling the truth, because a lot of women won't tell their story because of that same reason, they won't be believed. They feel that way. And so to me, that's my way of supporting and being like no share. And I just hope that they're being genuine, but it's not always the case. Now I'm glad you're there because my next question is for the both of you. And it's a twofold question. When these women, and, and again, and I, I want everybody to be clear on this with me, right? I do not think that any woman should be made, forced, asked to do anything under her uh, with, uh, that's not within what she wants to do, right? right? I am, and Brittany will tell you, Brittany came up here for Gasparilla, and I am so super protective that she can't walk behind me. There's, I, nothing can happen. You understand what I'm saying? Nothing like that's, happens at that's just, so. Well, yeah, but th- that's just how I am. Like, I, so, so sometimes when I ask these questions, it's more about an understanding because I think what happens sometimes, and I'll, I'll bring up something else a little bit later that I saw on Facebook. And, and when these discussions happen, right, so oftentimes 
like you look back to Bill Cosby, you'll you'll look at um um the Megan Thee Stallion case, and you'll just look at some of these cases, right? And then one of the questions that seems to come up is, well, why did she wait so long? I am not a woman. I can't understand that part or say that I can totally speak to that. But Brittany, since we, we've got you here, which is one of the things I, you know, like I very much value your female opinion. Do you think there should be a certain amount of time that a woman should come forward? And then to you, is there a certain amount of time law wise that a woman is allowed just so everyone is clear on that? So I don't know who wants to take the question first and. We go there. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, might as well be quick. Um, I just think that I don't think that there should be any expiration date on, on an experience that happened to you. There's a lot of things that go into play with someone who's been abused sexually, physically, mentally, whatever it is. One, to process what just happened to you. You don't even understand it. A lot of times what every girl that I've, I've spoken to has had an experience like that is like, you don't even know what's going on. You're kind of like, and then also a lot of times alcohol is involved. So then you blame yourself. Like if something's going on, Oh, I was intoxicated. Well, you know, so there's so many great areas that the person's still processing. And then also depending on who's involved, was it, was it my, my brother's best friend? You know, or was it a family member that did something to me? You know, so and then that affects everybody's relationship. And now the family's all going at it because, you know, there's some are going to take this side, some are going to take your side. And so there's so many factors that there's so many reasons why women and, 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 and men, they don't speak up and they don't there's no time to be like, OK, it's been a week now I can say something. No, it's like it's it's a whole thing. And I don't know. But I know there's limitations. Right. Unfortunately, there are. And and. Here's the other thing too, right? Is yes, an experience may have happened, but the longer it goes, where does your evidence go? Right? So we come up to this, you know, yes, it was, maybe it was a long time ago, right? And and you put it out there, but there's no evidence for the other side. And I'm not even going to put a man or a woman on, on which side of it that they are, but you know, the one person makes the allegation, right? But they do it 20 years later. Well, it was at a party that there was you know, 150 people at, well, 20 years later, how do you remember what, you know, where those 150 people were? They're not going to remember, right? Yeah. You know, I saw Jimmy and Sally go into a bedroom together. I don't remember anything else. I I don't, yeah, sure. I guess I was at that party, right? So that is a significant problem because you come up with that he said, she said type of thing. And Mm -hmm. honestly, you almost put us right back into the Johnny Depp Amber Heard situation because yeah, maybe you can't, really hurt them from from a legal standpoint right but you can hurt their reputation right right mm-hmm. i i mean that's that to me so it, it's problematic i don't know what the right answer is right right and, and yeah the law there is a statute of limitations there is there is a point in time where you can't bring a suit anymore now now the uh the exception to that would be like a forcible rape is uh there is no statute statute of limitations at least criminally for uh, a, a crime that severe Okay, but mm-hmm. from a civil standpoint, there is a statute of limitations, um, you know. But like I said, it, it just it makes it difficult in terms of you don't have the evidence there, and and you end up wrecking a person's reputation. That and and maybe and and look, I'm not defending any actions, right? But right. having in law enforcement study the way the mind works, right, in terms of how you recreate when you see something. So over time that memory has changed and it's kind of solidified in your own mind based on how you've kind of interpreted it and remembered it. Right. 
but maybe mm-hmm. that's not the truth of how it actually happened. But the mind is very powerful. Your mind is very powerful and it's powerful enough to force you to believe something was one way when it could have actually been another way. And like I said, I'm not I'm not defending any one particular action, no. right? I'm just talking yeah. in, in broad generality. Right. And, and I totally get it. And the reason I asked asked both of you that question, right? It because to me this this topic, it hits home a lot now, not because of anything I've done, but just like what I see in moving around. So the other day and and the other day I, I log into Facebook and so often on Facebook, and this is here in the Tampa market, right? I immediately see this post that goes, this guy may as well move out of the city now. And so everybody's in the comments. What happened? What happened? What happened? And then finally, someone attaches an Instagram post to it, right? Now, I'm giving you, this was five days ago that this post was made. But supposedly the incident happened in July of 2020. Now, again, let me be clear. I am not taking a side in any of this. To me, this is a discussion, though, that just needs to start being had by more people because I think guys are misunderstanding because you know, a lot of guys in the post that were in the comments, and Brittany, I sent it over to you, part of their defense was, or, or what they were saying back was, it's what a lot of guys always say nowadays with everything going on. Like with the Bill Cosby thing, why now? Harvey Weinstein, why now? And Brittany just gave us some very valid points on why women wait, because some, you're processing things, you don't always know what happened, you're blaming yourself, this person may be more powerful. But let me just read you a little bit of what this was, right? It says, in July of 2020, I was sexually assaulted by, and I won't say the names, and it says, I was invited to a get-together at such-and-such's house by his girlfriend. Some members of the crew were there and others I've just met. We were all taking shots and having a good time. So there goes, Brittany, your alcohol part thrown into this equation, right? We got that thrown in. Unfortunately, um, we were all taking shots and having a good time, but unfortunately, I had drunk a little too much too fast. I went to the restroom where I was found vomiting by a former friend. Sitting there embarrassed, he told me to go and ask... The, the owner of the house to crash on their couch as he had to leave and pick up his sister from work. First of all, this part of the thing is a problem to me because Brittany, I would have thrown you over my shoulder. And when I leave, you leave. If I'm just going to pick yep. up my sister, yeah. then you can leave when I leave. Right. So there was the right. first part. Um, he assured me I was okay. And in a safe place moments later, I walked out of the bathroom and asked the girlfriend, could I crash on the couch real quick? She said yes. And gave me a pillow and blanket. And I passed out. I was awoken up multiple times in my sleep, blurred images of the guy, choking me and his tongue down my throat, kissing me, his hands feeling down my body, telling me to do coke and that him and his girlfriend wanted me. At some point, the lights turned out and I opened my eyes to see his penis in my face. I don't need to go any further, but apparently this was a traumatic experience. And again, this is not for me as a guy to say that this girl didn't experience this. This girl is wrong. This girl is lying. That's not what my part of the conversation is about. But what I noticed in a lot of those comments was a lot of the females, right, they were jumping in and saying what you were saying, Brittany, kind of to that point of how dare you not believe her? You guys don't understand what it's like to be sexually assaulted. And my thing is this is not how you're going to get them to understand, though. You know, because a lot of the guys, their comeback was, why you wait two years? And then one guy was even in the comments saying that since this has happened, that very guy and these 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 pictures are in it of their messaging back and forth. Right. She's got that as evidence where he said, I messed up last night. He apologized or whatever. Right. The very next day or a few days after it happened. But she also has continued to do some business with him, if I'm not mistaken. Like that was one of the guys like one of the guys were saying like, yo, like, well, how would you go on tour with this guy and still do business? And all of a sudden when he's about to make this big announcement about something he's doing almost two years later, now it's like, this is the time to announce this, right? And 
that was one of the things that Brittany and I kind of went back and forth when it came to the Tory Lanes and Megan Thee Stallion thing, where, you know, I'm not saying that we know neither one of us were saying that Megan was wrong or didn't actually get shot. What my point was, was maybe I watched the first 48 too much, but Sergeant <laughs> Carolyn Mason can put you in a lineup, pick you out, put them charges down. We wrapped that up with commercials in 48 <laughs> minutes. Yep. We're done, right? <laughs> Megan kept talking to us. You understand what I'm saying? And it's like this female right here, right? Like, if this guy really did this, then this guy should be held accountable. But the court of public opinion, to me, is not where we need to keep trying to hold these people accountable. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, the timing is everything, right? And I think this was, you said this was just a couple of days before yeah. a tour release date. And if we look back at, to kind of bring the Johnny Depp and, and Amber Heard piece into it, it was right around the time of, of a release for her movie. She was in Aquaman. I guess that's her big claim to fame. She's, right. she's got three three major motion pictures, I guess. But Aquaman was, was the premiere one for her. And I, I want to say maybe it was six days before the premiere of it, something along those lines, when this op-ed hit. So, yeah, I mean, the timing's questionable. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess I don't understand it, right? I, I mean, I've seen a lot of it from working in law enforcement, right? And you hear the stories. But at some point, you just scratch your head and go, why? Why are we putting this out in public, right? If this is that big a deal, why do you want... I guess, throw this out there to both of you, right? right. If this happened... Okay. Let's say no matter mm -hmm. which version of it, whether it's it's the one that you just read or Amber Heard, Johnny Depp, all that. Why do you want everybody to know, right? Why why not just deal with it privately? And I don't mean like you just internalize it. You go sit in a room and deal with it privately. Why publicize it? Why not go? Hey, I'm gonna go. I got in a lawyer. I got a lawyer. I'm gonna go talk to the lawyer, and we're gonna do X, Y, and Z. But and yes, you know when you file something, it's public record. But no one's really checking public records for the, right. you know, unless you're really huge, right? Or yeah. why aren't you going to law enforcement quietly and going this, this, and this happened, right? That to me becomes a question mark in my mind. Why are we doing this publicly? I'm not saying don't do you, something. Brittany might want to jump in here. Go ahead, Brittany. Yeah, I think that there's a couple reasons why people go to to social media platforms before going to the law. I think that there's been cases, too, where people do go to law enforcement and their cases aren't taken seriously. And their you know, accusations or what they say, like the law enforcement is not really working with them or it's not taking their case seriously. And and, you know, and so that kind of there's not there's sometimes there's, there's not a trust there between law enforcement and people. And a lawyer, I can tell you, like, I don't have a, a, a lawyer like a, just a. I pick up a phone call and call a lawyer like to trust somebody to <laughs> right Boom. Boom. so 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 and that's another thing people have to get more comfortable with having a lawyer with that being something normal in their lives that where you don't wait until you you need you know you're in trouble for something but to have a contact so that you do feel comfortable where it's like i do know someone who can help me i think that that's also it too i, I don't think the average person just has a lawyer and you know or knows the system enough to to believe that that, that they can go there and afford it you know you think about costs you're like oh, what is this going to cost me i don't know so there's just a few factors i think that's why but my rebuttal to that is what are you expecting from us though like once you talk to us all we are is in the comments and bantering you understand what i'm saying and and again this isn't directed towards you Brittany, because you and i've had this discussion and you know it becomes and and to her point i see a lot of it happening right yeah. so my thing is like like I, and i said this a lot about megan right megan once tori made her feel like okay 
you know what, it's me against you, then why not just walk in there and tell the truth as you know it? You understand what I'm saying? Like, whether she was able to turn around, because there's been all sorts of things of like, she didn't see who shot or what. Just tell what you know about the incident, right? right? And now we're dealing with it that way. To Once you come on Instagram Live or once you make this post, and everybody, like, let's just say this young lady is on a much smaller scale than Megan Thee Stallion, right? But everybody in Tampa now that's in this supposed mu- music scene or whatever, they're talking about it. And and they're mm-hmm. in the comments arguing. Yeah, and, and my thing with that is, what are we going to solve? We're not going to solve anything except for, here's what people are doing now. And Brittany, you've seen this, right? Oh, I see what a lot of you guys out here thinking right now. I'm going to have to separate myself from you or guys coming back. Yeah. Oh, I see you chicks. You don't even really understand. We're not getting to the root of the problem. The root of the problem to me is, first of all, men should never take advantage of a woman in this position or not. That's the first problem that should be addressed. Second of all, letting these women understand more and more that, hey, there's a place to go immediately. Don't feel like you caused this. You understand what I'm saying? To me, that is where we should be trying to go. But we turn these things into arguments of, uh, well, well, why, why she wait two years? And, uh, and, and we're in the comments. Whereas if we went to law enforcement, boom, we got to get to the facts. Right. It, it's a reasonable question, though. I mean, from a legal standpoint, it is a reasonable question to go, why did you wait? Right. It, it, and it's not meant to be callous. I mean, the law is, is callous people, and cold in some levels. But. Yeah, it is. It is. And especially if you've never been through that experience, you can't understand it. And that's that's the that's the weirdest part of this type of thing is that, like, if I had never been through the same type of experience, I wouldn't know what she was talking about. Why didn't you just go say something? Why'd you wait so long? Why not? Why social media? But I've been there and I've been paralyzed and I've been like blaming myself or worrying about how it's going to affect the next person or there's you, there is no, and then also just being ready to even say it out loud. Sometimes you, you, you don't tell anybody. Right. And so you go years and, and then you've been holding it and, and, and not dealing with it. And then it comes out and you're like, damn, I really still am. I'm messed up from this. And that's why years go by or they can go by like that, you know? So if you haven't been through it yourself, you'll never get it. And and I hope that that's not what it has to take. I hope that even you can have an open you know, ear and listen and, and try to empathize with someone who, who didn't speak up right away because that's just it. There's no other way. I've just noticed that every perspective from someone who has said that, why'd you wait, has never been through it themselves. Right. Before, and, like and- that. And, and and I think I speak for myself and the law father here when I want to say I appreciate you sitting here and opening up and, and telling us what you're telling us because we are indeed trying to understand. Like not there's never been once that I, Brittany, you've been, you've heard me say all kinds of things that I would ever say that I have been in that position to totally understand what you go through. It's the same way with a woman having a baby. I've never been on that table pushing out a nine pound life right so Mm -hmm. there's a certain point that i can say i understand but no there's a certain point where i will never understand right but Mm -hmm. my my thing with these conversations is though we're not gonna understand though if we keep arguing about these things to me that don't matter and and to me the facts are what matter right the facts are what matter so when you come on a social media platform are you looking for just everyone to say what you want them to say or are you really looking for a solution and i think that's where like i have you know, I'm saying some of these issues with it. And and again, it's not an issue of that the woman is actually lying or wrong. But like I said, in Megan's in Megan's case, right? My question to Megan and it, and it was to Brittany over and over again, what are we supposed to do in these comments? 
That's all we're doing is looking for. Now we're all in the comments bantering, right? And the Megan and Tory case has dragged on for two years, and maybe it just would have done that in the court system, but we don't know any more than what they tell us. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. We weren't there. So we get into this banter and and it, and it, oh, and and I think that's what happens to 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 guys, right? When they're on this side of the fence. It starts to feel like women aren't exactly looking for a solution or for this person to be held accountable. It's more like they're just looking for the 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 public opinion approval to, you know what I'm saying? Like let's it's time to drag this guy down because he's a piece of trash. And to me, yes, if he if he's a piece of trash, then he needs to be held accountable. Harvey Weinstein to me was a piece of trash. Bill Cosby in his essence is a piece of trash. I didn't think legally they did it the right way, but for what he did cuz I always said like this, with the money Bill Cosby had, who he had the drug. Yeah. In those days, Bill Cosby. Bill, hey, what what did they say? Have you ever heard the story about when Tiger Woods first started hanging around Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley? No. If you watch the documentary, right, they're 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 in some place, right? And and Tiger Woods goes to Michael Jordan. He goes, "Man, like all these chicks, like what do you say to him?" And Jordan goes, "I'm Tiger Woods. That's what you say <laughs> to him." And when you were Bill Cosby back in those days, with the money he had, the power he had, the amount of whatever he had, you ain't you can. It could be six women in front of you, and you say, I'm Bill Cosby. I bet you got 50% odds. I bet you got 50% odds. Most likely. Well, what if he was the friend? What if he was the friend that came with the girl that was was willing to be with him, and now and I'm again, just the girlfriend and I'm and running and a party and with? And again, Brittany, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, with you, I'm with you when you're right. Hey, Brittany, I'm with you when you're right. I ain't saying that everything Bill did was right. It's like it's like the R. Kelly story, right, it, which is more things, right? They say you bring R. Kelly in a room, you put 20 women in the room, and they said R. Kelly will find the youngest one. Don't make it right. And we all know R. Kelly, we all know this. R. Kelly could be like, my mind's telling me no. And 17 women will be like, but my body, R. Kelly, my body didn't say yes. But he still would be like, nah, I want them three over there that didn't yeah. say yes. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's just the way it is. I mean, that is just mm-hmm. the way it is. Some people are trifling and horrible like that. That's not what I'm defending. And I and you know, and my only thing is, I just want it to be more about the facts and more about a solution and more about the people who actually do wrong being held accountable. That's, that's what I ultimately want. So, and healing. So if we take that, let's just take that and put a spin on it for a second. Right? So if we look at the Amber Heard op-ed, right? She's saying that it happened two years prior. Okay. Now we already discussed and, and Brittany, I'll kind of throw this out to you. We already discussed kind of the, the things that inhibit people from, coming forward right away or making a change, right? Money's a big thing, right? Do you have the power to leave, right? And, and I know that's a, a lot of times when you talk about yeah. domestic abuse and domestic violence, the power thing. I, I, I mean, look, law enforcement, I've seen, I've about seen it all, right? So power, money and power is a huge thing, right? The ability to move out on your own because, well, you need to have money to be able to live on your own. And, um, you know, the access to lawyers and law enforcement, things like that. In what world did Amber Heard not have that ability to do that? I mean, she had lawyers, she had an mm-hmm. agent, she mm. had a manager, mm. she had money. Mm. Uh, they had apparently several penthouses. It turns out, mm. right? Penthouse six. Mm. She could have just yeah. stayed there. Yeah. <laughs> what? Why not? What stopped her from leaving that the moment it was an issue versus two years later going, I'm going to write an op-ed because. I used to love, and I'm just making an assumption here. I used to love this guy. Now, for whatever reason, I hate him. Hey, I don't want to yeah. sound like I'm being petty, but 
I ain't a woman. Amber Heard is a woman, and so is Britney. So this is probably a Britney <laughs> question. I don't want to sound like I'm being petty, though. Well, no. Well, because to me, like, I don't... You're right. You're, everything you, you listed off is absolutely right. I actually believe Johnny Depp, and I don't... I, I despise Amber. Like, I really think that she was just out... <laughs> oh, she's the one get, you don't like? It took her yes. to be the one you don't like? Yes, like I can like the sneaky stuff she did, like learning about what she did with the injunction. I think that's not fair play for you and your partner. You know, if you really wanted to 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 not fix things together, but to do whatever to go through the process to the 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 audio of her, like you know, telling who's gonna believe you. I mean, those things. That's something to me in a person that just says evil. I'm vindictive. I I'm spiteful. I. I, you know, I will, I will tear you down. And so that's why with Amber, I'm like, girl, you, you need to just wrap this up. And like, well, I know it's his case against hers, but I don't believe Amber. I think she's a terrible person. Well, how about this? So it's not just his case. I don't know if you guys realize this. So he filed a $50 million suit. She filed a hundred million dollar countersuit against Johnny Depp. She's been hanging out. She's been hanging out with Black China. So it's, it's all part of the same case. (laughs) Right. So this case, I mean, oh. we're I think that, I think today as we sit here, it's Tuesday, the uh, May 3rd. Mm-hmm. I think it's the 13th day of this trial. And they're talking about another three or four weeks of trial. Like this is an amazingly long trial. But Brittany, let, Why? let's. Oh, because it's both sides. Oh, sorry. Go oh, because it's both sides. And it's, and it's complicated. But mm-hmm. I, I know you haven't seen it as much. But from what we've said, I'm going to throw this out. To, uh, throw it out to I both got enough you. facts, though. I already don't. Yeah. I don't like so, it either, though. So well, there you go. And, and so let me ask you. <laughs> You don't like Amber. I didn't know who the heck Amber Heard was, uh, which isn't a surprise based on my knowledge of pop culture that we found out with Eakin. Um, <laughs> but anyway, you know, um, I didn't even know she was an Aquaman until the trial. But, you know, you don't like Amber from what you said, Brittany. Is that from what you what you know of her before or is that from what you've seen in the trial? The trial, I didn't even know about Amber at all. Like, not, I didn't know they did a movie together. Her and Johnny had a movie together. I don't know what it was called. I don't remember. But they, they were doing stuff together. So, like, I had no clue until this trial and just watching it. And I remember when I first heard it, I was like, oh, Johnny Johnny Depp, he's a piece of crap. Like, here's another guy in Hollywood. You Boom. think he's a good guy. And, you know, he's, he's abusive. And then I'm watching the trial, and I'm like, no, he wasn't. I, like... No, no, he just wasn't. You know, that's just so far that what I've gotten, she's the wrong here. So if you guys are in the jury, both of you, who are you guys, are you guys finding for Johnny Depp or are you guys finding for Amber Heard? Well, I haven't, I probably, if I'm on the jury pool, I haven't <laughs> listened to anything else once they told me that she said, who's going to believe you? I haven't heard anything else. Because once you say that, now I'm in a place of like, you don't care. You think you already got this one because you're a female. And that to me is like, you know, like I said, again, one of those things where it just becomes a real, it's hard to get past when you hear somebody do something like that. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and, and facts aside, even though, you know, you're supposed to be on a jury and be impartial. I honestly could say if I was sitting on that jury, jury, once, once I heard that she was like, tell them who gonna believe you. Man, I'd have been just leaning over. They'd be like, uh, Mr. Egan, what you doing? <laughs> oh, my God. I think I didn't do like, I think I'm playing Uno on my phone or something. My bad. What you say? What did Johnny say? They, Mr. Egan, what are you doing? Uh, my bad. I, I had to shoot a text back to my mom. I'm sorry. My bad. What, 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 what did he say? What did I miss again? I would be. I just kind of would be tuned out. That's why they haven't called me for jury duty. But one, because I can't, one, because I can't hear, because my left ear got all this boom bap in it from, you know, these parties. And, you know, I, I don't know. Like, you know, I well, honestly. Uh, what about. 
Oh, go ahead. No, I would just say, like, honestly, like, just just being real about it, though. Right now, from what I know, and like I said, I I personally, and and maybe this this is just wrong because I'm so like into this life, right? That I kind of shy away from some of these stories because to me, I just feel like I don't want I don't want to. I've been one of those people that I got like an old school soul, right? I don't want to know that much about my favorite entertainer. You understand right. what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 again, like you know, like people ask me a perfect example. People ask me now, they go, "Dude, can you still listen to R. Kelly's music?" I don't know because I haven't thought that deep about it. Like I never, th- like because I don't, I don't believe these people are any more than people. Right. I just think they're entertainers. Like I don't think Kanye mm-hmm. could be my president. I think he make dope music. I even think he get away with being called like a great designer, but he ain't doing all those Adidas sneakers. But I don't need advice from Kanye except for like, yo, like. I just never give up on myself. I think that's dope advice. But I don't. We, I think we're mm-hmm. looking into these entertainers so much and put them on, on this pedestal, right? When if I want legal advice, I'm calling a law father. I'm not. Absolutely. I'm not calling. I'm not calling Kanye. <laughs> you know, I'm not. I'm not calling. Yeah. You know, and, and, and this to, so to me, that's kind of why I was kind of tuned out. You know, but in looking at it and looking at these stories, it's a it's a more intriguing overall story to me. You know, because again, as real people, like we are out here every day, and the people that I see on Facebook and that sort of thing we have these conversations based on these people's lives. Right. And then you, the story hits you dead home. When you look at what I told you about the Tampa story, that's kind of like a lot of these stories, right? So, but now it's hitting you right in your backyard. Yeah. And to me, we should be dealing with that as such. Yeah. You know? no, absolutely. And, and a couple of things on it, right? If you ever have an opportunity and Brittany, I don't know if you've seen, seen this, some of the clips of Johnny Depp reading the text messages, the text messages are, are kind of graphic, Okay. And, right. and they're, I would say probably inappropriate. It's not something that if it was my client, I'd go, you should put that in a text message. I go, you should probably not write that. Right. But you gotta <laughs> love them. John, messages are you talking about? Uh, is there the- was several of them that Johnny Depp just has this ability to, and maybe it's because he's an actor. Or maybe it's I, just and, because and, he's charming. And, and, and let me ask you this right. And then while I got you and Brittany right here, yeah. do you think a lot of this though is because they're actors that they're able to, deliver things in a way that like Brittany, you've got a little more sympathy for Johnny Depp than you thought you would have had, or is it all factual to you or his delivery of things? Like you said, that's making you think the way that you are. Oh, well, that's what I was going to ask, ask Brittany, but oh. I, I mean, put it like this, right? I, so I've been to conferences, right? For lawyer conferences and some of them for, for a trial lawyers, they like to teach acting, right? Look, a, a trial isn't about the facts. Let's just put that out there, right? Trials are not about the facts. Trials are about who can put on the better show. So I've been doing it good the whole time. You keep trying to screw me back into the line <laughs> talking about the law when I just need to act. That's not how it works. Well, we need the evidence too. Oh, okay, but, okay. But you know, settle down. If you settle down. If you have the evidence and you can you can present it in a in a very good way, that's not gonna put the jury to sleep. You have a, a much better chance, right? Look, you can have evidence against you that's terrible for you, but if you can present it in a better way and spin it. If you can mm-hmm. take text messages out of you or I read them, Eakin, we would be um, probably let out in handcuffs. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or, or put in a mental institution, maybe. Right. I mean, they, they were bad. Like, I, I don't want to undersell that the content was bad. Right. I found them hilarious. Like, I'm listening to him <laughs> read these. I'm like, that's really? Did he, really read him, did he read them in the Pirates of the Caribbean voice? He read them in this nice, slow, and he had the. The gla- he had his glasses on that were kind of like sunglasses, and he just soothed you with his just. 
Is that, and that's, yes. that's where he got Britney as a jury. Yes. That's where he got Britney right there as a jury. Jury. No. Britney was like, I hate Amber. I hate Amber. How dare you do this to Johnny? Is that what I happened to you, Brittany? How she's, I feel like, okay, so here's the thing on the acting thing. Well, Johnny Depp, his you his voice thing that you brought, he talks real slow. And, like, I can't keep up with his test. Like, I have to be in and out of it. So I don't even think the way he's delivering it is so charming. Because sometimes I'm like, get to your answer. He can't recall stuff. He's always, like, just taking – it's. One sentence takes forever. Amber Heard on the other end, she's over there sitting there like, like sad face, like her eyes look really droopy, like she hasn't slept in days. Like she's trying so hard to look sad and like mopey and I hate it. It annoys me. So I think they're steering her in the wrong direction. So there's a lot, there's a lot to kind of unpack there, right? So in the beginning of Johnny's testimony, I thought he was actually not very credible and not very truthful. Right. Because it took him a long time to answer. And the the longer I watched it, you know what I realized? That's just who Johnny Depp is. Right. So you got to separate Johnny Depp, the actor. Right. The mm-hmm. um, what's the guy's name from from the pirates? I can't think of it. Um, the, uh, uh, Jack Sparrow. Uh, yes. Right. There is a different Jack Sparrow was reading the text messages. <laughs> OK. <laughs> yes. Johnny Depp was yeah. testifying. And, and and I think if you listen closely, I'm, I'm pretty sure Johnny Depp has a stuttering problem. And, and if you watch, it, his sentences are, are very calculated. And it's as if he's thinking about how do I say this word? And, and I, I have to put more thought process in how I start to say this word without stuttering. Because you can kind of hear the, the little bit of the stutter and then he delivers mm-hmm. it. Gotcha. Right. So it's very interesting. If you go back and look. You know, that, I thought that was a very interesting thing. Is that a coaching thing that, that lawyers like yourself do, too, when you're talking to your client about them testifying? You just look to see, like, you want to have an understanding if the person's credible or not, right? Yeah. And if they're not credible, like, if he wasn't on the stand long enough and I didn't pick up on that, I'd have been like, God, he's lying. I like him, right? He's very charming, right? It's, especially mm-hmm. in this trial. He's been very charming, but... You know, it, it's difficult. Now, you bring up, though, a good point about, about coaching, right? And I don't know if you noticed this, Brittany. You notice anything about the clothing and appearance of everybody? Only Amber's and Johnny's. That's only two outfits I, I check. Yeah. Yeah, and they're dressed. She's dressing similar to him, though, in a lot of cases. They're wearing both wearing the same colors, same type of suit. The hair's even similar. <laughs> sunglasses some days. What is that? Okay, so let's look at Do you see him on day one? No. Day one, Johnny was a hot mess. Dude had his hair out of a bun, all, like all stringy just all, over the place. all stringy, and it looked like he just stepped out of salt water, salt water as Jack Sparrow, <laughs> right? And uh, you know, I, I'm pretty sure he has makeup on because when they show the picture of him with a, a cut on his face, you can see he's got a little scruff, right? right. Uh-huh. And, uh, but when you see him in trial, it you can see his little goatee, everything's right? smooth, and then everything else is smooth. I, if he's not wearing makeup, I want to know how he does it, right? I got that Sicilian <laughs> beard going on. Um, but so if you look, he's, he looks a hot mess from the, from the neck up, right. But from the Uh neck down, you notice what color tie he was wearing? No. White, right. White's for the good guys. You see, Brittany, you see now flip it around to Amber Heard started her part of the trial today, or at least her psychologist was on today. What color was she wearing? Did you see it today? No. She was wearing a white women's suit. Uh, a black suit with a white shirt, very prominent white shirt as she sat there. 
Is that kind of like the guy on the first 48 that I know has killed 17 people because Sergeant Mason has already proved it, and then all of a sudden he shows up in court with that suit on that's too big that you know belonged to his cousin, and he got on glasses all of a sudden, and then the the, the, the prosecutor goes, can you see me? And he goes, yeah. He goes, can you see me if I step back? He goes, yeah. He goes, then you don't even need those glasses. And the guy goes, nah, I really don't need those glasses. Is that what they're doing right now? (laughs) Kind of. Yeah, they're kind of, yeah. And if if you look, right, if you look closely, Johnny's first day of testimony. Right, his first day on the stand. Watch what he's wearing. He's it's very kind of quiet. It just kind of blends in. Right, the second mm-hmm. day when uh, I, I think they must have been doing mostly cross examination that day. That's when the other side is asking you questions. Asking him questions. Right, and, and if you look at the difference, I'll go the quick difference between the two. Right, direct testimony. It's the witness that's telling the story, and in cross examination. As a lawyer, you want to be the one telling the story and you just want very short yes or no answers. Right. But if you look at what Johnny was wearing, right, it was that I'm a smooth dude, right? It was the I'm Johnny Depp look. It was the I have all my rings on. I have my little dangly earring on one side. I have my other earring on the other. My hair is uh, maybe a little oiled as it's as it slicked back. I have on a gray suit. Like, he got him up early. He is the so, dude that day. I want to ask you, why Why do you think the first day he came in all all scruffy and, you know, like like stringy, it, it, wouldn't his lawyers kind of tell him ahead of time, like day one, you know, we want you cleaned up and nice? Like, what was it? Was that a strategy? I have a feeling there was a conversation after that day to be like, dude, wash your hair, maybe condition it and oh, uh, okay, put it back okay. in a ponytail type of thing. Got right? you. Like, yeah. you got the suit on. You got halfway there. <laughs> Yeah. I'll just clean it up a little bit. So you're thinking that mm-hmm. Johnny Depp came the first day like, man, I'm worth about $300 million. I'll show up how I want to show up. And then yeah. Yeah. Like, Dude, if you want to keep your $300 million, you probably should do a little more what we tell you to do. Yep. Yeah, I, I do. I, I think it was a, she's got no <laughs> shot. Right. This is going to be over on day one. Yeah, no, it's not mm-hmm. how this whole thing works. And that's why I do, like, well, it is the case, like you said, they're both suing each other, but she's counter-suing. And I feel like that's why I believe him so much, too, is that she, he, she's not the victim. It's because he's like, I, they're the, like you said, the text messages they're reading are very graphic. Like, there were some crazy things that he had to have known or his lawyers had to have told him, Johnny, everything's going to go out there if we go with this case, you know? And for him to... To probably say, okay, well, I don't care. Like I'm telling the truth. I never did that to her, and and she's made me lose money. I'm I'm going to court over this. But here's so, here's the bigger thing, right? Because we focused on whether or not what she said is true. Okay, mm-hmm. that's been the entire focus, right? That's only half of what's going on, right? So let's think about this. How many pirates of the Caribbean have there been? Five. Uh, yeah, right. I was going to say, I I'll saw say the first one, four. but I've only seen one, and then I haven't seen another one since. Same. How many movie franchises really even, okay, how many movie franchises get to five? I can only think of one. I got uh, two, Transformers and the Avengers, because I'm a part of those. Uh, oh. I don't know if I'd consider Avengers only because it's it's different. Like, I love the Avengers, don't get me wrong, but I don't I don't put it in the same category that's as... Another, that, 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 dude, don't offend me right now. Like, I love you to death. Don't offend me. Dude, that's a friend. Don't offend me. Like, uh, I love no, you to no, death, no. dude. Like, you're my Stop. guy. Pause you're for like, a second, You're though. my guy. Like, don't offend me and tell me that the Avengers is not a franchise. Let's not do that. That... Did this podcast just take a left? Did our friendship just get in trouble? No, no, no. Here? No, I, no, I, I love, I no, love really the event. We went, we went to Avengers campus for spring break with the boys. I love the event. Oh, oh, and I was like, and I didn't get invited I, to Avengers camp, dude. I, I was, um, I was hiding my my fandom of superheroes with, hey Will, hey Will, do you want Daddy to come take a picture with you with Spider Man? Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. So, uh, yeah. so there's that, but it's, it, it's different, right? The, so what I'm thinking more of is like fast and furious, die hard. one, two, three, four, five, six, die so hard maybe die hard. I think has three. Yeah, but I mean, is that that's a franchise, right? Okay. Yeah. The, that's, that's, so think like when you're talking a sequel, right? Based on that, the same thing, right? It, Avengers is huge, right? Um, but think of how many have five. How many other things similar to Pirates of the Caribbean have five? Let alone six. Right. Point being, who's to say? Well, number one, six hasn't even ever been made. Boom. Johnny's case is so much stronger. If you go, there's Pirates of the Caribbean six. And there is Jason Floyd as Jack Sparrow in in number six. Right. You know, you go, oh, okay, yeah. Clearly they replaced Johnny Depp. Uh-huh. Right. You know, so the the bigger problem in this case isn't who's telling the truth because, quite frankly, I think they're probably both a little crazy, right? Mm-hmm. And actually it turns out from reading on libel and slander and defamation, opinions are not, so I can say that, you know, there you go. that is an opinion. That they may be a little nuts. Um, me being your lawyer would not. Work. <laughs> you know, but but how do you how do you prove it? It's not like the guy who works say retail, right? And his coworker goes to the manager and goes, "Hey, manager, Johnny stole a shirt, and it's false." But Johnny gets fired from that job, and you can go, "Well, Johnny would have made X number of dollars, right? And mm-hmm. he would have worked for X number of times, so that is the amount that he lost because of that lie." How do you prove that in a movie scenario? The the movies are all done verbally, right? The initial talks are verbal. Hey, I want you to be, you know, from the from the studio, hey, uh, we want Eakin to star in this role and we're going to pay him $8 million, right? Right. It, do we at least have a discussion point? Yes, we do. Okay. Now we're going to talk about it a little bit more and then we're going to put it into writing because the amount of your money you're going to spend on lawyers to put it in writing is is pretty immense. So you want to have things buttoned up. Right. So there's no way to really prove that Disney did offer him well money for the role or not. Now add this into you guys. There's a a quote from Johnny saying somewhere prior to this that he was done with Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. I, oh, I do have two questions oh, to yeah. that. I do have two questions to that point though. One on the one hand, because they've already done five movies before can't is it a possibility that him and his team could possibly say like we've already done this before we know where we are these are these are pretty much done deals already so we didn't have to have like a super discussion on the particulars because this is pretty much a done deal with it being a franchise and also too can the disney executives be compelled to come in and testify so to the first part of that question they actually on cross-examination of johnny's agent that's where they were trying to go with it in, in terms of, well, you don't have anything in writing. And the guy was like, look, we already had a contract with them. This is just an addendum. This is just an add-on to an already existing contract. So we're, there really wasn't any need for us to have a really detailed, extensive thing because it just goes, this is what we've already agreed to in the past. This is what, you know, it's going to be this amount of money for this and, and the back end and all that for this one. Right. So, yeah, to that end, yes. Um, and could they – I would be surprised if they don't have Disney executives on the witness list except for, right, if they don't help Johnny Depp. And you might want – might be something to consider. Boom. Ah, well, there you go. So he, he can win the case and lose the case all in the same thing, right, because he can win it in terms of 
you know, did she, so this is what the jury verdict form would look like, right? Is, is, did she, uh, was what she said libel, right? Or what she put in the print, was it libel? Was it, was it not accurate? The jury can say, yep, we agree with Johnny Depp. They can then also go, but it did not damage Johnny Depp in any way. So no, no money. So no money. And, and, and to another point of that, and this, this seems to be a question too, that a lot of people seem to find out about late, right? Even if he wins the case, right? And they say, ah, you owe him $50 million. Can they, how do they make her pay? Because so many people walk away from lawsuits and don't pay and you can mess their credit up or whatever you can do. But how can he get his money if she decides I don't want to pay? Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm betting she doesn't have 50 mil. Right. And and the reality is, I don't think this is for him as much about getting money for her. Although with the way uh, they seem to act towards each other, I'm sure that's actually number one is getting money from her um, with number getting her out of mansions, number four, five and six. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. You know, but I, I feel like it, a win for him to, in his mind, gets him back into Hollywood, gets him back into Jack Sparrow. Clears his name. Clears his clears his name and all that good stuff. That that's what I would would see and think from it. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, what do you think, Brittany? Well, I was about to ask you, whose <laughs> side are you on? Because you're like going up on like, well, who are you more believing or feeling towards? Who are you being drawn to? Because you're the lawyer here. I know, and I'm I'm struggling <laughs> with it because I'm like, I I think Johnny wins. And I thought Johnny was just a crazy dude before this. Like I thought he was just you know, eccentric, you know, he was yeah. just your typical eccentric. He played Edward, Edward Scissorhands. Sure. Okay. I could see that. <laughs> right. Makes sense. That's kind of on par. Um, you know, but right. I, I think he wins. I, I, and I think I'd like to see him win because, it, and as a lawyer, I probably shouldn't say this, but I've kind of become endeared to him as I've watched the trial go on. Mm-hmm. Maybe that changes as, as her side presents their side of the case. When she pooped in his bed. Yeah. There you go. That, Thank you. Thank you. We're here. Thank you. We're here. Okay. We are here. Yeah. That's something I would have thought he would have done. If we had, if, if someone in that situation would have done it, I would have put more money on Johnny doing that than her doing that. But the fact that she did that and it was human is what they're saying. What he's saying, she's saying it was the dog's poop. He was like, I've taken these dogs out. I've had them for many years. That is not the size of their poop. What? Who stays? What? I'm gone. I'm gone. Like, you can have the house. You can have the house, the bed, the what? I don't. You can have the dogs. I'm out. <laughs> I will go live in a studio apartment on in Port Tampa. Like done. <laughs> she said, "Okay, so his uh, driver. It was someone on Johnny's team was driving her." Uh, to Coachella, because remember, I guess she pooped in the bed, and then she was like, "Bye, I'm going to Coachella." Oh, <laughs> so wait, day. that's what we do. We just be like, "Yeah, let me leave this here, and I'm going to Coachella." Okay, go, Brittany. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, he, I guess she. I, I think we think me and my co-hosts were thinking that he, she was trying to get him to not see that it was there, and for him to like lay in it because it was on his side of the bed. But his housekeeper got to it first and found it. So, um, so so she she pooped uh, whatever. Where was I going with that? She went to Coachella. She was all, oh, that she told the driver on the way there because it it came up in conversation and that she was like, oh, it was a horrible prank gone wrong. She called it a prank gone wrong. But what does that mean? How's that? 
we've already established that they are a very strange couple that a lot is going on. You know, you had but is that kind of admitting it if she said it was a prank? Is well, that- here's my question. When did she say it was a prank, though? To the driver a long time ago before this trial? Because that sounds like she can be able to use that, right? If she said, I told the driver it was a prank. It wasn't really does, like. Does it matter? Well, uh, in the sense of, of being a horrible <laughs> human being, no. But I'm just talking about the. You, you know how you tell me. Who plays a prank like that? Hey, you told me not to bring my barbershop talk in the law. I'm asking about the law. That's a, that, like my barbershop talk aside. Like you said, she would have went to Coachella and came back and be like, why did Glocks changed? How Did he move? That she would when she came back from Coachella, I would have been nowhere. Been out, done. <laughs> I'd have left the door. I'd have left the door unlocked. Let all the vagrants come in and be done with it. Man, listen. Um, it's obvious that this conversation has many, 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 many layers to it. Uh, and I just appreciate the two of you taking the time to have this, 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 this wild of a conversation because that's what it is to me. It's it's a wild conversation, but there's a lot going on in it. And I, and I, I appreciate you as always, uh, the law father for, you know, helping us with the legalities because, you know, Brittany and I get arguing about these things and forget all legalities at mm-hmm. all. So thank you for keeping us within the lines, of course, and, and allowing yes. us to be a part of, of your broadcast world as, as well, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I appreciate you guys for coming on. Um, I, I guess all we can do here is if you have comments or something too about this, man, don't hesitate to to reach out to us and, and write us on one of the social media platforms. It's the yours is at the law father. There you go. And yep, easy. Co- there you go. And and, and you are Miss Brittany at brunch with Brittany. Yes, of course. By the way, I love her page. I do follow Thank Brittany's you. page. I don't know if she follows my page. I do follow your page. I yeah, thought you did. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. <laughs> is this where I'm supposed to say I follow her too? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Well, you've been. That's okay. You don't follow there. me either. So, actually, <gasps> yeah, I'm just joking. I know he does. Like what? She knows I do. I well, do. I thought about it a couple of times, but, <laughs> no, but you know, I don't. I don't unfollow her. When I get mad at Brittany, I just don't comment or like anything. Ah, there you go. That's what I don't do. I don't. I will not say nothing. Maybe talk to her in her DMs every once in a while, but no light on the page. None at all. No. None. Um, again, I appreciate everybody, man, rocking with us here at the DJ Aiken Podcast slash this edition of the Law Father Broadcast uh, podcast in here in Law Father Studios, affectionately titled LFS. So when you see this right here, just know you are in LFS, which is Law Father Studios. And um, also, too, if you got legal issues, man, I, I will say the more I get to know this guy, this guy knows. This guy keeps me within the lines, even when I just call him and be like, I got this question, which let's just hope that I keep those to a minimum because I've been doing pretty good lately. So I don't I don't want to have to call you. Yeah. So, um, and I promise I will do my best never to shake Brittany. I will not. I will not shake don't, Brittany. I, I will record. You, you, I see, will you can, you can shake the monitor. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Although it's Jason. So maybe do it on your own. Computer. Shake it lightly. There you go. <laughs> Once again, man, I appreciate every, everybody rocking with us, man. Uh, for the law father, Miss Brittany Gonzalez, and myself, DJ Eakin, uh, thank you. Don't forget, man, download, subscribe, all that good stuff, man. Uh, the Law Father podcast and the DJ Eakin podcast. And uh, thank you so much. And uh, more to come, too, because as this topic develops, I'm sure that we will revisit it at some point. Yeah, we should do it again. For sure. Yeah. Ace. Law Father out. Bye. Bye.